Good morning, everyone. So, yeah, it's been a while again, but y'all know me a little bit by now. If not, my name is Miranda Hughes. Um, I'm the voice behind Faith Strong, and I just want to say good morning. And you know, yeah, it's been a while, but uh, I wasn't planning on going this direction with the message that I was going to speak about here in a few minutes. Um, I mean, God kind of put this on my heart a little bit this morning, and I kind of wasn't sure whether to discuss it over a YouTube video or a podcast, but I think he wants me to do a podcast, so I'm just going to run with it, and I'm going to release it. Um, So I, I had a lot of life changes take place recently, and, you know, a new job being one of them. And so, for those of you who don't know, I am a culinary arts student, and God ordered my steps in a direction that I didn't really see how it was going to go, and now that I'm there, I'm in the kitchen, and I'm learning new things. It's only been a few days of my new job, so, like I said... (laughs) For anyone who actually does kitchen jobs and things like that, I salute you because it can get pretty hectic and crazy in there. Um, kind of stressful and frustrating at times. And uh, right now I'm laying down just because it's like my feet hurt really bad. Um, I wasn't expecting there to be tile on the floor. Yeah, that's like worse than I think cement. <laughs> But it's okay. I'm just going to continue praying to God to help me get that through. Um, or get me through that. Sorry. But, uh, and I need to get better shoes. But that's okay. God will provide that in due time. Um, I'm just going to tough it out. And speaking about toughing it out, this is where I notice that some of the people I work with, they're not like bad people. They're just obviously triggered by the stress and they're getting frustrated um when you know certain peaks pick up and you know like dinner time or lunch time and there's certain times throughout the night where you just have more people coming in than usual um and it can it can get very stressful so and I understand you know like when people get in a moment caught up like that um I normally let a lot of things roll off my shoulders and but I started to fall back a little bit yesterday I just want to be honest um with y'all like you know there was a couple a couple incidences where you know I would let my anger start to get the best of me or I would start judging someone a little bit just because other people were and then I caught myself and I realized, you know, I started to get convicted by the Holy Spirit. So I didn't really catch myself. It was just the Holy Spirit was convicting me, being like, you know, you know, you wouldn't like that if it was the other way around. You know, it doesn't make you feel good, whether you're doing it or any form of participation of it. And he was right. And I was wrong. So it was like I needed to apologize, you know, in my head and... If any of the people that, you know, like I had judged, if it were to come off that way um, and they would be aware of it, I would apologize to them, make it right with them. Um, It's just not just the right thing to do. It would set right with my spirit. 
and sorry guys my voice is very scratchy um, I literally just woke up a little bit and I just wanted to make sure I got this message out so my throat's really dry so I'm really sorry if this is really really like hoarse on your ears um, but it's important so not just being convicted to be a better person in the kitchen it's also like outside of work like this kind of like behavior can transfer over like into my attitude even when I'm off work and I started being a little snippier at my house with my brother and towards my dogs and I just didn't like it I was just like you know god I don't know what the deal is with this but it's just like it just doesn't feel like me like ugh. like just you know I'm a really bubbly kind of light-hearted person I like to joke and laugh and have fun and I'm pretty positive and it was just something about I didn't know if I was just like upset subconsciously about some changes that happened in my life and if because I could sense it when it came out in my tone of voice or when it was like my responses they'd be a little you know a little short or edgy um and I just that's not me that's not me at all and I don't like that and last night I was in prayer and God kind of revealed to me, you know, where that was coming from. And it's like, obviously it's because, you know, I was in a, an environment where that seems to be acceptable. And I started to allow it to be accepted in my life there for a bit. And again, this is only like day two of being on the job. So it's like, I need to cut that in the butt ASAP. ASAP like the moment that I start getting convicted is the moment when I really need to start tending to the issue that I am capable of fixing if God presents you or even myself like I said myself included when he presents to you through conviction and he shows you where you're wrong when he shows you what you can fix when he gives you the ideas he's not just going to call you out and tell you you're wrong and then expect you to just handle it. No, he's going to convict you by, if you're over there judging somebody or thinking that, you know, like you don't have to listen to him or something. Like when God convicts me, it's not just a feeling of, hey, I shouldn't do that. He'll actually provide scriptures to me that go against whatever it is I'm doing or taking part in, you know. Like, he's not just going to leave me high and dry and be like, all right, good luck. You know, I hope you figure it out. It's like, no, he's going to call me out, get me feeling bad as far as like, you know, that, that feel bad feeling, like a guilty feeling. And even if I'm not sure what it is that I'm doing, it's the fact that he wants to start with that. He wants you to get in a, the mood, or he wants you to get in this, the tone, the mindset of I'm doing something wrong. And I shouldn't be doing it. Once that's established, the next step the Holy Spirit's going to do is he's going to reveal to you. He's going to awaken your spiritual eyes. Like he's going to open them or your ears or your heart or all three. He basically has to soften your heart to get you to hear what he has to say. So if your heart is not already soft, there's a process of process that's going to take place in order for you to get to that level where you can hear him where when he does convict you he can just instantly say something and you'll know you're already in the wrong I hope this isn't confusing but this is what the message is about um 
it is the uh, perseverance of the potato and the patience of a potato <laughs> because being in culinary arts and everything I've all you know we most people have heard of the story of the egg and the potato how it's in the same water and it's the water that really makes you know the outcome of the result that you get you know depending on what you put in the boiling water if you put a boiled it if you put an egg in there you're going to get a boiled egg it's going to become hard and um it's the same water can either harden the egg or it can soften the potato okay well god took it a step further and he revealed something else to me with this little scenario or this you know method of learning how to be basically a better person um and I'll get to that in a minute but what he was explaining to me about the Holy Spirit convicting is like I said if you're already a child of God if you're already like you know saved baptized you know you read the Bible pray like all that stuff if you're doing all this then you know what I'm talking about you know like when you are doing mm -hmm. something you shouldn't you will flat out feel a sense of guilt over whatever it is that you're doing. In that same moment that you feel guilt, give it a few seconds. And sometimes it doesn't even take a few. Sometimes it's just spot on in the exact second of you doing wrong. You will actually either hear the Holy Spirit tell you you shouldn't be doing that. You need to apologize. Correct yourself. Repent. Um, sometimes you'll hear him say, um, you're better than that. And I don't mean in a, in a conceited way. What I mean is you're better than what you're doing. Like you need to rise above. You need to come up higher. You need to not act the way that the people are around you are acting. You know, if everyone's yelling, don't be the same person yelling too. Like, you know, be someone who talks more gentle. Um, it's that kind of thing. But if you're someone who doesn't believe in God or you're on the fence about God, or maybe even if you do believe in God, but you kind of turned away from him for a bit, this is where this process that I was telling you about is going to take place where God will have to soften your heart. And basically it means you're going to have to go through some hard things in order to make your heart soft because if you have a hard heart that means you have a lot of pride you have a lot of anger you have have a lot of anguish and a lot of resentment um, a lot of bitterness and it's very hard for God to work with a hard heart he can't do much because there's not a lot of room there's not a lot of opportunity for him to move in the way that he'd like to with your heart so that he can speak to you so you can hear him because if he tells you something while you have a hard heart you're going to shrug it off you're going to deny it you're going to act as if you know best and you won't listen and then something even more bad will happen and so basically what happens is God keeps allowing bad things to happen to you to break you down to get you to the point where you are humbled Meaning, you are lowered, God is exalted. Because when he gets you to a point or a place in time 
in your life where, and this can happen many different times throughout your life. It's not just going to happen once. Okay, so I'm just going to be clear about that. You are literally going to go through a process. Sometimes it's called the wilderness where you go through very long seasons. And I have gone through that of just hardship after hardship after hardship. And that's because I had a lot of pride, a lot of ego, a lot of, you know, just, you know, conceitedness. Like, I just had a lot of bad things going on within my heart that I didn't think I had. And that's the thing is you might be unaware of what you're going through. You might be unaware of what you have going on within you because you're basically blind to it. You can't see it. You're around yourself every day and you think you would know yourself better because you're around yourself every day. But in all reality, you're actually dulled to it. You're used to seeing yourself. You're used to hearing yourself talk. You're used to, you know, doing what you do. And when people try to point it out to you, if again, because of that bitterness, because of that pride... You know, people typically go into self-defense or denial or they just kind of, you know, shrug it off as if it's not a big deal. And they continue going about their their business, their day, continuing to be that same person. And if God is trying to shape you and use you in the next season for something to help somebody else or to do something for his kingdom, he needs you to be prepared and ready. He needs you to be pliable, he flexible, he needs to be able to use you as needed. No different than a job. There's a reason people want you to not have so many jobs. There's a reason so many people, companies, prefer that you basically work for them. And that's so that they can, you know, use you as needed. They can call you whenever they need extra helping hands. They can call you... To stay over a few extra hours so that they can get more production done. Whether that be overtime or that just be, you know, you know, regular time for like people like waitresses and whatnot. Um, if you don't typically make 40 hours a week, you know, it might be a few extra hours for you. But, you know, it's not like you're really going over 40 hours. And it doesn't really matter how many hours you do. I'm just throwing examples out here. But that's kind of like how God looks at it. You know, if you're working for God, if you're going to be used by God, you have to be available. You have to be ready. You have to be equipped to handle whatever it is, the job task that he gives you. You know, he's never going to bless you or give you something that you're never not ready for. Ever. Because he's not a bad dad like that. He's not a bad father. Whatever he plans to give you, it's to help you prosper. It's to help you succeed in life it's in when i say to help you succeed you got to realize that does not just mean good things it can sometimes mean going through some heavy things some hard things that's still considered good in his eyes just because you know we don't see it that way doesn't mean it's not the case and just keep in mind god's ways of thinking god's ways of thinking and his ways um in general, are just different than ours. So God can use anything, anyone, anytime, anywhere, for any reason. And that's why I always say you can learn from anyone, anywhere, anytime, you know, just whenever. 
Like, God can use anybody. So that's why we can't be so quick to judge or to exclude others or to belittle others by trying to bring ourselves up. And God always says, if you do exalt yourself, meaning you try to bring yourself up higher, you will be cast down. Not cast out, cast down. Meaning you will fall. Your pride will cause you to trip and fall. Your pride will cause you to lose everything. Your pride will cause you to lose a lot. Following Christ can also cause you to lose everything and lose a lot. <laughs> and I have a different... Um, I'll be releasing a video on YouTube about that. It's called the uh, Jonah versus Job. Um, I don't really have anything else with it. It's just Jonah versus Job. Um, it's basically just kind of talking about, you know, when you're going through hardships and things, how to know which one you are, like which boat you're in. Are you, <laughs> are you like Jonah and dealing with a whale and, you know, basically going through hardship because of disobedience? Or are you like Job where you're following Christ and you're doing your best and you're living your great life and the next thing you know, everything that you had was just taken from you everything including you know the death of loved ones and the death of your money the death of dreams the death of almost your hope like you're really losing it all and to the point where you almost want to lose your mind and you almost just want to give up on life that right there is an extreme hardship too but like i said God ended up using Job as an example to show people that when you follow him and you truly believe in him, that he is your provider, the ultimate provider in your life, and the only best source of a provider in your life, he will come show up and show out for you. He will bless you with double, you know, mm -hmm. just double for your trouble, double everything. He can give you even a hundredfold. And that's a lot. So, that's another story for another time. But speaking of the hardship matter, this is where God was kind of revealing to me that, you know, if, if I stopped and looked around for a bit at my new job in the kitchen, there are quite a bit of employees to keep this kitchen running smoothly. And even though the company would like to have more people the problem is, is that obviously, you know, not a lot of people want to work and that's okay. So when you find people who do want to work and they want to stick it out and they want to be there, that's the key is sticking it out. Um, there is a process you have to go through in order to get to that point. Um, and the more that I thought about it, I realized, you know, there's a lot of people working back here in the kitchen and it's almost like, basically I had an employee show me a five-gallon bucket filled with water and sliced, already peeled potatoes. And they were still hard. And they were in the water. And I asked him, I said, wait, you guys use those for mashed potatoes? And he was like, yes. And all I could think was, I thought I asked him. I flat out asked him, wouldn't that mean your potatoes would be really soft if you let them sit too long? Because I thought, you know, it would soften potatoes um, just if you let them sit for many, many hours the way that they had them. And 
so he picks up a potato and he hands it to me. He said, nope, still pretty, you know, solid hard. And I felt it and I was like, wow, like it's still pretty hard. And these have been sitting for almost a day, I think. And he said the only reason they do that is to keep them from browning or to turning black um, so that they'll be still fresh and they can still use them for at a later time. But they're already prepped and ready to go for when they need to be used. So basically there's two things, two lessons that the Holy Spirit was revealing to me through this little scenario. One is the prepping process. Like I mentioned earlier, like if God wants to use you, he has to be ready to use you. Like you have to be ready to be used. Um, And the only way to do that is to have a soft heart. So if your heart is not soft, then he cannot use you. Just, I mean, he can he can use you but it's just it's not gonna be (laughs) I don't even know how to say it like God can use you at any time yes but the way that he wants to use you may not be the way that you're thinking for that time frame because where you want to be in the spotlight or you want to be center stage or you want to be famous or you want to have a lot of money or you want to just want to be well known um no matter where you're at whether it be in your job being as a celebrity being on social media being on tv being on a podcast being uh in sports like whatever it is that you are highly interested in if you're wanting to be the best or well known and you want to be at the top this is where god start you out at the bottom because he's trying to keep you humble so that as he works you to the top as he brings you from glory to glory you will not fall away and fall quickly to the world you will not like the world and its ways um and whether it be their ways or the thinking or the way that they react he wants you to follow and mimic him and this is where Have you ever tried to teach somebody something and they don't want to listen? Or you try to teach them something and they think they know better than you? Or you try to teach somebody something and they're just not getting it because they're really not paying attention or they really don't care? It's very, very stressful. It's very hard because you're trying to teach them something beneficial to them, useful to them. And they're over there not a care in the world. just doing their own thing on their own agenda Um, they may cop an attitude about it when you say something to them and you're not even speaking rudely you're just politely asking for their attention back or you're asking them you know trying to dig a little deeper and figure out what's the purpose of them being here if they don't want to learn you know if like why sign up for a class or why pay money for something if you're not going to learn if you're not going to teach it um to somebody else so that they can learn you know um and obviously so the point of you teaching somebody else isn't just so that you don't have to teach them anymore and so that they can do it on their own like i said it's also because you want them to succeed at knowing what to say what to do and how to handle the situation when it's their turn that next person's turn to teach the next person and so forth and so forth and so that was um something God revealed to me on that matter was he needs your heart to be soft so this is where about the potato 
you can stick a potato in water. It doesn't make it soft. It just keeps it from browning. It keeps it from getting worse. So in our life, in real life, what that would look like is if we're a potato, if people represented a potato and God has a pot of water, he can stick as many potatoes or many people in that pot of water. Let's call that your work environment. Let's call it your, your, your home life, you know, your home environment. Um, maybe it could be a concert or an event in type of environment. The point is, is that this is, is an environment where there's many people around and it's not just about you. So you can have many people in the same area, many potatoes in the same pot. And you can start, if you don't add any water, then they're all going to be bitter. You can't use any of them because they're all going to go bad. So this is where if you are in an environment where there's no God there's no water then everyone's going to go bad they don't have the Holy Spirit they're not convicted they're not um, and I'm just going to say thank you Holy Spirit because I actually just now that was just now given to me so thank you without God or the Holy Spirit you're not going to have any source of light like heavenly genuine light you're not going to have any true goodness you're not going to have good seeds you're not going to have you know, anything truly, purely good. It's just going to be filled with evil and hate and jealousy and bitterness. And nobody likes being around that kind of environment. It, we call that toxic. But yet people don't pay attention to this. Um, they're around it all the time until they're attacked. And they don't even realize they're dealing with people like this on the daily. Um, and it just boils down to because... No pun intended, but it just, it does. It boils down to the fact that when you don't have Christ or God in your life, these are the side effects or symptoms that can take place for a lack of God or a lack of spirit, a lack of Holy Spirit, a lack of love in your life, a lack of guidance in your life. Like, what do you expect is going to happen when you do not have the proper thing to keep you from going further in sin, to keep you from going further in darkness, to keep you from going further in bitterness, in hate, in lust. You're going to start browning like a potato. You're going to get bitter and bitter and worse and worse and to the point where nobody wants to be around you. Nobody wants to call you up. Nobody wants to use you. Nobody wants to hang with you. Nobody wants to be around you because of how bitter you've become. And just like that potato sitting there without water who's been peeled, like you've been exposed and now you're just kind of chilling in the air and because of that you're going to oxidize and that potato is basically going to brown or blacken and it's going to become bad. It's, you can't really use it. I mean, you can still cook it. Like I said, you can use it. You can cook it. It ain't going to taste good. It's not going to look pretty. And it's probably not going to be super beneficial to the body either. It's just, you know, it's kind of at that point almost rotten. Mm -hmm. Can't really use that. And that's the thing. God doesn't want to use rotten souls or rotten people. No one likes using rotten potatoes. No one likes using rotten tomatoes. God doesn't like using rotten souls. Okay? He wants a pure, ripe, ready-to-go soul. And back to the potatoes in the bucket. At work... 
basically it made sense to me like obviously you know I understood what the Holy Spirit was saying was that even with water stopping someone from browning it just it preserves them it keeps them from going getting into a far worse condition or shape or form so when you have the Holy Spirit in your life it prevents you from going further in sin it prevents you it doesn't completely stop you but it can stop you from going further if you allow it if you're not fighting the process you ever have potatoes that float to the top or just kind of like you know like you have some that just like really get black on one side or whatnot so it's kind of like that there might be certain areas of your life that need to be cut off because they got exposed to the air and now they turn black so we gotta cut them off so maybe um in your life maybe some people like me maybe they've talked too much in the past and god's like no i need you to be more hush hush on things so that people don't ruin it um if you've been gossiping you know you need to cut that out of your life um any bad habits if you know i used to be really late to many places and god had to cut that majorly out of my life um any kind of bad habit that you have god's going to prune it like a tree you know He's going to make sure that things that are not good, and in this case for a potato, any bad spots where there's a root or there's a dark spot or skin still there and you don't want it, um, you're going to, the only way to get it off is really to take a knife and cut it off or to cut it out. And God will do the same thing to you. If there's a lot of bitterness and hate going on, after you've gone through a cleaning or pruning process, um, or a prepping process, God may, there might be a few things that got missed. So God needs to go through and he needs to like cut those pieces out. He needs to refine you a little bit, you know, make you a little bit better, um, more prepared. So now that you are ready for that, if you go into the water and you have Christ, now you're going to be preserved, meaning no matter what you go through, no matter how long you're sitting in that water, no matter how long, like, you know, like that potato, like no matter how long you're in a situation, you're preserved. God's got you. You're okay. You're, you can trust him that you're ready to be used and that when the time is right, like I said, those potatoes have been sitting there for a day to a day and like a day to a day and a half, maybe, maybe a little less. They go through quite a bit of them, but the point is, is that because they use so many in order to keep up with the process to keep things from browning, they are almost required to do that, to preserve the potatoes for at the proper time when they do need the next batch, it's already ready to go. They don't even have to touch anything other than dumping the potatoes, straining them. And then throwing them wherever they need to go, whether they're going to be steamed or whether they're going to be in a, in a pot of boiling water to make mashed potatoes. Um, it, obviously, potatoes can be used in various ways. And just like people, God can use us in various ways too. Not everyone is called to be a baked potato. Some people are going to be called to be mashed potatoes, okay? So, <laughs> and that's an even more refined process. But... The point is, is that 
just like the potato, you can be in the water. You can have God in your life. You know, you can be covered by God and his grace in the water, you know. And again, water represents Christ. Uh, the potato represents the people. And the bucket represents the environment. Like, you're just, you're, you're in it. So many people can be in one environment, but each person reacts differently to God. Some are more stubborn than others. Some are very quick to hear what God has to say and just be very obedient and do whatever God says um, with barely any questions, barely any doubting. And then you have other people who are kind of in the middle who follow God, but they just want a lot of confirmation or they want to, they might be a little more hesitant at times, um, so they can be a little bit stubborn too, but, and sometimes I'll be honest, I've been in that boat just simply because I don't ever want to disappoint God and I don't want to make him mad, um, I have a healthy respect and fear of God and I know that when he says to do something to do it, um, And I have another podcast for this later on, but for right now, all I'm going to say is you got to test the spirits. You got to make sure, obviously, whoever's giving you direction is a leading and guiding from the Holy Spirit. And it's not a spirit of imitation or any other kind of wicked spirit that might be trying to mess with your head um, or play tricks on you. Um, Because the devil, he's really sneaky, guys. He's, He's very good at that. Um... So anyways, back to the potatoes. Sorry, I'm trying to stay on task. When you get into that boiling pot of water, obviously, like, it's not boiling right away. It has to lead up to that. So this is where the refining process comes, where God's trying to soften your heart. Um, It's going to feel like in your life things are fine, and then you're going to feel a little bit of heat. And you're, you're going to notice, you're going to be like, oh, you know, maybe someone made a comment at you or someone didn't like your photo or someone, you know, called you out or someone uh, just caused you to really rethink about whether or not you had a good day. You know, things like that, really minor things like it's going to be things that are going to agitate you, but it's not going to be things that are going to change you. You see what I'm saying? It's just things that are going to get under your skin. (laughs) I'm really not trying to do any puns today. But um, just because I realize, you know, potatoes, most times for mashed potatoes, you remove the skins. Most people do. Not all. But anyways. So. You have little minor things that are starting to be a little noticeable that are getting on your nerves and you think it might go away. It's just a bad day and it keeps happening. So now it feels like the heat is rising. The temperature is rising. Um, and again, imagine a, when you're boiling potatoes, the same thing, you start out whatever temperature you want, but it's not going to be that way immediately. It has to build up to it. So it's going to start out being, you know, very calm, very, cooling water or even warm water it's comfortable but as that heat starts to kick in and kick up 
and it gets hotter and hotter and hotter, you know, those are new levels of heat that are being applied. And eventually you will succeed in having a boiling pot of water. And depending on what you're cooking in that boiling water, it's either going to soften something or it's going to harden something. And same thing with people. When God is boiling people, when he's, you know, people are getting on their last nerves and he's, you know, cranking up the heat and he's allowing people to get in fights or people to do stupid things or to say stupid things or hurtful things. God will allow it. He doesn't care for it. He doesn't like it. But he knows this is why it needs to be boiled out. Boiled out. Because if he were to continue to allow you to be that way, first of all, the boiling process, the, the, the basically the process of getting you prepared for what he wants to do in your life to soften your heart, <clears throat> he's doing a process alone just to soften your heart. The softening of your heart is to prepare you for what he wants to do in your life. So he's got to get you to that soft stage. Um, during that time frame, you might, you know, if you so, if you're someone who struggles with cussing or drinking or running around mm-hmm. wasting time if you get in fights a lot physical or verbal if you are abuser verbal or physical or sexual um whatever it is that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing if you lie if you steal if you're a cheater on anything not just women and men and whatnot but on tests if you're always taking shortcuts Whatever it is that God's trying to get rid of you from, he's trying to rid that bad behavior. He's trying to rid that bad habit. He's trying to rid that bad mindset. He's trying to rid of those. He's trying to burn them out, basically. Burn them up and burn them out. And he's trying to get rid of all the things that are in you that are bad that he can't use. That would be considered corrupted. So he's going to allow you to go through a process where, yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to burn. It's not going to be fun or pleasant. And this is where it's called discipline. You know, he's disciplining you to learn to rely on him and to trust him. That even though this doesn't feel good, he's going to make it better in the end. He's going to have this go for your favor. And then you will see that double portion. You will see the goodness of God. You will see at the end of everything that this was only, that process was only to make you a better person. Just like that process is to make a potato a better potato. (laughs) And it's so funny because I never thought the Holy Spirit would talk to me about, would have me give a message through a potato or about a potato. So that's actually pretty funny. And I love potatoes. So like, this is actually pretty funny. I like it. Um, I've never looked at a potato like this before, but it just mind blown my, the experience I had with the Holy Spirit yesterday. Um just totally shifted my mind so like that potato let's just be honest you can have a lot of people in the same environment but not every person is going to come out of that environment the same way okay that's the whole point (laughs) if you are surrounded with Christ and you are preserved by Christ and you are accepting of Christ Even during the times where it doesn't feel good in what he's doing in your life. Even when you don't understand. Even when you're confused. Even when it hurts. Even when you're frustrated. Even when it doesn't make sense at all. And you still stick it out. It's the perseverance of a potato. 
because at the starting point that potatoes is too hard you can't use it for mashed potatoes because you won't be able to mash it it's not the right consistency it's not the right texture or the temperature try it if you don't believe me try it good luck <laughs> but uh if you boil it at just the right time at the right texture and temperature you can make a mashed potato and then of course you gotta let it cool down a bit so that you can eat it and enjoy it but that's the thing once you get to the stage where you can use it you still got to go through a process of letting it cool down before you can enjoy it so once God gets you to the place of having a soft heart now he has to reveal to you the assignment he wants to reveal to you what he's wanting you to do kind of like Jonah and Job you know he had to reveal to them both people hey this is what I was doing in your life this is why you went through all this so you're still gonna have to go through a little bit of a process to understand who God is and why he was doing what he was doing and the only way you're gonna do that is to spend time with him you can't get it anywhere else there's no book in this world that will ever show you or reveal to you the purpose for your life or why God is doing what he's doing except for the one and only Bible that is it that is the only thing you can Google whatever you want but you can't Google your purpose it's just not in there. God will always triumph Google. So I hope that really made a lot of sense to you guys. Um, and being in the work environment, that's what God revealed to me is because I got to throw this in here too, in case it is a little confusing. Back to the whole saying where people say, I don't even know if, who designed this quote or who even started it, but it was talking about, and I'm just going to paraphrase, it was talking about depending on what you are boiling in the water, because it's the water, the whole thing's talking about how water is what makes a boiled egg, which is hard boiled, hard, or a potato soft, meaning it can, the same water can either make a person hard to work with. Or that same water can make a person easier and softer to work with. So with that being said, the same water can make an egg hard or it can make a potato soft. So if God is going to be the water and the people represent an egg and a potato, and y'all are in, you could put a, a potato and an egg in the same pot. And this is where I was, yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit. This is where I was going with this. If you put an egg, a raw egg, not cracked, just in its shell, unbroken, if you put it in the water when it is not hot and you put a potato in that same water in the same pot when it's not hot, you have a hard potato and a very soft egg that's very fragile. You apply, you, it's already in the water so it's surrounded by God, but the result's going to be different only when you add the heat so when you start feeling the tension the pressure the stress of life of decisions of choices of sudden unexpectations that hit you hard um, and pretty much out of nowhere give it enough time and you will be able to see who is of God and who is of not or who is of you know not God basically 
Just like if you give it enough time in that water for the potato and the egg, you will see within time, the water can make that potato soft. It might take longer, but that's the result you'll get. The longer you leave it, it'll be eventually become mush. So that's the other thing is God will not leave you in that situation. He will not leave you in the heat for very long. He's only going to leave you in there for the time that is needed to make your heart soft. Just like a potato, you can't leave a potato in that hot boiling water for too long. Because if you do, you won't end up with mashed potatoes. You'll end up with mush. <laughs> and uh, the hard boiled egg. Even God allows someone to not go through so much turmoil for too long. He's still gracious and merciful. Because if you leave a hard-boiled egg in the water too long, it's going to just continue cooking. It's going to continue getting harder and harder and harder to the point where you can't eat it. You can't do anything with it. But it is true. You put... An egg that hasn't been broken, that's gentle and fragile, and you put it in a water that isn't boiling, and you put a potato that has been peeled and is ready to go into the water, you put them in the same water, the same bowl, and you cook them for just, I don't even know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes maybe 40, you're going to have two different results. So the same thing in your everyday life. You can have two people in the same environment dealing with the same stress, same circumstances, or close to it, not exactly to a T, but similar things. But the way that each person reacts to that situation, to that stress, to that scenario, to that response to that unexpected circumstance. The way that each, that each person responds to that may be different. And why? Because each person's heart is different. Not everyone's going to have a soft heart. Not everyone's going to have a hard heart. But those circumstances, that stress, that's what's going to allow someone who has a hard heart to turn into a softer heart if they allow God into their life during those times. If they choose to reject him, deny him, or have nothing to do with him, then just like that boiled egg, they will continue to get harder and harder and harder to where you can't enjoy it. And if someone like the potato were to stay in a situation where a toxic environment and they don't leave when they should, when God's trying to move them, they'll become mush. God can't use that person very well either in that situation. Because when he's ready to move and he's ready to transfer you to a different pot or a different pan or a different, you know, like, thing, just like the potato, if you stay in that hot water too long, that environment, that bad relationship, that bad work environment, you're going to become mush. You're basically going to become nothing. You can't work with it. You can't do anything with it. You have to throw it away like it's done. And God's really good at starting over. So don't worry. If you ever have had times in your life where it just seemed like everything was dead. That's another scenario. That's where God starts over. Okay. And that might be a whole other topic. I hope I didn't confuse anybody. But if I did, 
it's just easier for me to look at it in cooking terms because I'm a culinary arts student. It was just something that he put on my heart yesterday. And it was, I don't know why, like I've dealt with potatoes for many years. And that was the first time that God ever revealed to me or the Holy Spirit did through a potato <laughs> how people's hearts can be changed and moved and whatnot. So again, at the right time, God will remove you from that bad situation and with a process time for you to cool down um, from being in the heat that means there's going to be a period of time where you're basically going to be left alone a little bit Um, people aren't going to be bothering you God isn't going to be you know on you too much I mean he's going to give you a little bit of a break from the hardships that you've been through so he's gracious he's good And then at the proper time, he's going to serve the potatoes or he's going to use the people for his glory. He's going to use them to put on a plate. He's going to show you off and be like, look what I just did. You know, like this person was battling cancer. Now it's free. This person was um, got a major injury. Now they're healed. This person was blind. And, you know, like those of you who read the Bible, like, you know what I'm talking about. This is how God gets the glory. And those of you who don't know. If there's ever been a time in your life when you really thought something was dead and it came back to life where that dream you thought was dead and in a matter of time it like rehappened, it reappeared, it came out better than you thought or if you guys have ever gone through a situation in life where you didn't really know how something was going to work out and somehow it just kind of all came together and you felt like it did it on its own, that was all God. That's where you had absolutely nothing to do with the situation. It is literally, you took your hands right off of it. Your hope almost felt like you were dying with your hope on it. You're about ready to give up on it. And bam, God turned it all around for you. (laughs) That's the glory of God. So to think, you learned all of that just like I did (laughs) through the perseverance of a potato. So be like the potato. Stick it out. But get out when you're supposed to. (laughs) Follow God and allow him to soften your heart so that he can do whatever it is he needs to do in your life. So that not only will you get blessed, but you'll also be a blessing to somebody else. Because little did you know, there's a lot of people watching you right now. And they're curious to see how you're going to handle the heat. How you're going to handle the stress. How you're going to handle those people. How you're going to handle that new job, that new home, that new transition. People watch people all the time. It's just we're too busy, caught up in our own lives to notice. So just as a reminder, relax. We all go through it. Do your best and just keep trusting God. Keep seeking his kingdom first. Keep praying it out and walking it out one day at a time, one prayer at a time. And just remember, keep your faith strong because that's the only thing that's going to get you through. All right. Love you guys. Bye.